from Halloween's Diner, we're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where Matt Douglas and Greg Douglas from the Nightmare 365 podcast, and Tom Piccarella and I, Michael Piccarella from the Jack Lantern Press podcast, grab a few cups of coffee, some pumpkin sliders, and nightmare nuggets, and we mash together for various discussions about all things Halloween. In this series, the four of us do an episode every 31st of every month that has a 31st. For this episode, I wanted to ask you guys, is the Adams Family the first family of Halloween? Are they the true family of Halloween? But first, is everyone familiar with the Adams Family? Who isn't familiar with the Adams Family? What's up, everybody? It's Matt. And I'm Greg. And I'm Tom. Hey, Tom. Tom is in hey. the building. Does I everyone am. know who the Adams Family is? Do you guys, have you ever, like, talked to the kids of the world and they're like, who's the Adams Family? I mean, they, everyone should know now, especially with Wednesday, the show, right? I mean, I would think so. If you didn't, I, I feel like it was very popular just because it was Halloween costumes, video games, TV, cartoons, movies. Um, so it's been out there. So I feel like everybody should know the Adams Family. Well, I think it also it also spanned out throughout a ton of time, many generations. I mean, which, yeah, yeah. I, maybe not everyone knows where it comes from. Charles Adams and his his New Yorker comics, and we can get into that. But what do you guys think? Do you guys think that they're the first family of Halloween? Do you think they're the only family of Halloween? Can you guys think of other Halloween families? I mean, off the top of my head, the monsters. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? I guess you could say that's the Halloween family. What about the yeah, Klopex? Yeah, I can't think of any family that represents Halloween. How the about Myers the Myers family? <laughs> but you never see I'm... the whole family. I mean, the sister gets whacked, so she's out of the picture. So you really got Michael. You never really see the parents or anyone else. But No. What about the Klopex? The Klopex? The Klopex. Oh, a... Yeah, but that's a whole neighborhood family. But yeah, they're still not, a family. Not of Halloween. Yeah, I don't consider Man, I that don't Halloween. Think... It's definitely yeah, not a Halloween either. family. Okay, now what about the Sawyer family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Are they a, a, a Halloween family? Yeah, see, I never looked. I never viewed them as a Halloween family either. How Here about the Firefly Flint? Oh, the Sanderson sisters. Ooh, that's a yeah. good. I had never thought about that one. They are. Ooh, your mind's right there. They are the Halloween family. I, I do agree with that. The Sanderson sisters are up there, but... How about yeah, I think, the I think fire the family fi- takes the cake? You think the Adams family? Because I was going to say there's the Firefly family from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. What about Scooby Doo and the gang? Are they a Halloween family? I mean, they have a dog, so I would count them as a family. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they're Halloween family because they're just okay. doing mysterious stuff. If you were like unsolved mystery family, that's the family. That would be a Halloween but- family. I mean, yeah, but does the Adams family actually do stuff on Halloween? They That's do. That's really uh, the question. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Have you watched the movies? Have you seen the cartoons? Not yeah. all of them. Oh, and the on. the original show, they have an, a an, a good Halloween episode. Yeah, from There's, the '60s. You're talking about the, from the Halloween the, yeah. things from the '60s. Yeah, it's 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 from the the, the original show. Yeah. What about Matt and Greg Douglas family? Yeah, I that think we're the biggest Halloween be, family. Could be. I think we're bigger than the Piccarellas. I don't we know have, about that. It's doubtful, but... Nightmare 365. There's also the Ugly family from Cracked Ma- Magazine, which was kind of like a mixture of the Adams family and the Munsters. So that was a little comic strip that they ran in Cracked Magazine, the Ugly family with two Gs. But I think... Well, see... Oh, go ahead. No, girl, growing up, I, I think I was first introduced to the Munster family. And I always thought the Adams family was a ripoff of the Munsters. I thought the exact same thing because we... Yeah, I we, would agree with you on that too. But here's here's what's crazy about the Adams family. And um, this was something that I found on GameRevolution.com. <clears throat> and this is in many different places. But it says the Adamses are, in fact, all completely human. There are some hints that Morticia may be a vampire, but this is not confirmed. They are all human, as far as fans know. In fact, the joke with the Adams family is that this unusual and macabre family is often more human than most of the regular humans around them. 
which I always thought about as a kid. It's like, okay, so are are they vampires or, or what are they? It seems like, you know, they electrocute themselves and still live. So they don't have the same rules as humans do, but they never do say that they're monsters, just macabre people. And you got hand in there. Yeah, thing is definitely something. Craig calls him hand. <laughs> oh, <that's> hand. <laughs> well, you know, people don't know. It's just a hand walking around. That's yeah, true. That's true. Greg just illustrated it for us. <laughs> that was good. I like it. The hand. <laughs> well, another thing, too, is, I, I mean, I've never knew the Adams family had connections and ties to our home state, New Jersey. Yeah, I didn't even know that until, and I've been reading about Charles Adams since I was a kid, but never in that much detail to know that he came from Jersey. Or maybe if I knew he was from Jersey, it just didn't matter to me. Yeah. I think it was about like 10 years ago where I saw something and it said it was in Pennsylvania and it was at the University of Penn where they did an art exhibit of Charles Adams. And then I was looking it up and I was like, oh man, I should go to that. It It seems pretty cool because I really liked the Adams family. And then it said like, Oh, his hometown, Westfield, New Jersey. And I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, it originated in New Jersey. So I, I never knew that. And growing up as a kid, I always just enjoyed movies. I don't know, like talking to you guys, I think it was, it's different for you because you guys get into the characters and then you start, I don't know. I, I feel like you know more about like the directors, you know, the actors, where they come from and all that stuff. Well, but Mike definitely me, does. I, yeah, I don't, the, I, I mean, even the Adams family wasn't like really, I, I, I don't remember a ton of stuff when we were a kid other than, you know, maybe the yeah. movies a little bit. Did we, but, but we never, I never totally got into the movies. Did you, Tom? Like, I remember we watched them at dad's when we were down there for summer. It'd be on like HB, the HBO channel or something. But were you yeah, ever like think, totally into it? No, I, I wasn't really ever into these movies i mean i thought they were cool because of the the house and stuff like that but you know and i thought i thought the movies were well done but they weren't anything really that exciting to me and i didn't even know the backstory until we started doing some of the research um kind of crazy because it's in black and white so you you love that shit i know you would think that i would know <laughs> that huh gregory no, but you're talking about the ones from the 90s, the movies from the 90s. Right, right, from the yeah. 90s. Yeah. I never even saw the TV show. When when we were kids, you know, the Munsters were on TV during the, re, you know, doing the rerun thing. But I don't remember the Addams Family coming on. I never I never watched that show as a kid. It, you know, I, it was only something that I revisited on YouTube in recent years revisited well, i mean yeah, i'm the i'm the same way with that because until wednesday came out i hadn't really thought about it uh up and up until that moment i will say one thing one of the the times we were at dad's tom when we were kids because we used to we used to our parents divorced when we were young and we used to visit our dad um in southern california um uh, during the summer and my dad had like a, he had an uh, an office in his place and, a, and this big bookshelf and every once in a while and Tom and I stayed in that room there was like a uh, fold-out bed when we were kids and so we would get up and our dad would still be sleeping and so sometimes I would kind of go through his bookshelf and one of the books that I found was an old Charles Adams Nightcrawlers book and this was my dad got in 19 hang on where is it I think it's 60 shoot where is it I don't even remember that book. 1964. Yeah, I'll take a picture and send it to you. But this is an original book, and basically it's a bunch of Charles Adams New Yorker cartoons, and they're all, it's called Nightcrawlers. It's basically what the Adams family would become, but they're not all. It's it's not just Adams family people. They're just a bunch of dark cartoons, kind of like what the far side which we Tom and I knew very well because at at our age everyone was reading The Far Side by Gary Larson which is such a great cartoon and very similar. And so I remember and I so I kept this book my dad gave it to me and and I still have it and it's barely hanging on like some of these pages want to come out of the binding. 
but it's such a cool little book. And so that really is what got me excited about anything Adams, because before this book, I didn't, the movies weren't enough to make me want to dig more into it. They were, it was just like, it was cool. I loved the Halloween stuff about it, but I didn't love the plots, you know, like in the first one with the fake fester and all that. I was definitely not nuts about that. But um, over the years, I definitely have come to like the Adams family more. Yeah, which I didn't know, too, because in our home state of New Jersey, Westfield, since 2018, has been putting on Adams Fest. And that's really when I started to get into the whole Adams family, you know, Charles Adams himself, some of his older cartoons. And then this year, this past year, whatever, this past October, when they had the whole month long, because it takes place in October. Oh, it's, is Fest. it all month? You're damn right. It yeah, is. it's all month. Oh, of October. I didn't even. I thought it was just a weekend. Oh, that's pretty cool. No, yeah, no. This is this is pretty much all month of October, where they put on different events. You know, some weekends it's all for the kids. Some weekends it's for the adults. You know, some weekends it's like mixed up. And then they did the last weekend was the screening, which we got to see Greg and I the wednesday's series we got to see the first episode before it even aired like a month before greg did you did you go to that adams fest too or did you just go to the screen that screening well we just went to the screening well that was part of the adams fest like that was one of the you know the events we went I, i went the two weeks before that to the family fun day which was all right like the 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 best part of that was the maniac pumpkin carvers and they actually had people that I guess are from the town or the town, you know, pays them to come out the actual, and they dress up like the Adams family. The only one that they didn't have was Pugsley, which I was kind of upset about. Yeah. They didn't they, have that one. They had everybody else, but they were at the movie screening. They were pretty much at every weekend. No, event. They, yeah. They had Pugsley at the movie screening. No, I don't remember him. Maybe they did, but I don't remember because he wasn't at the uh, family fun day. Did they do like but, a tour? Cause it, the house that supposedly is modeled, as uh, used that Adams used to model the the Adams family house after. Did, did you guys get to do a tour of the house or no? So like the town itself, it's just pictured like it's just a main street. It's just a one of their main streets that they close down, and then they just have you know like bands. They have different things for like October, like pumpkin carving, you know, face painting, things like that. So, I mean. I thought it was going to be more for the fifth year. I mean, I know they do it throughout the whole month, so it, it is kind of cool. They do different events, but I thought it was going to be more. I don't know how you would say. I guess the town never really embraced it, and that was one of the things, too, growing up in here. You would never hear about it just because I guess the town never embraced it until you know recently, until 2018, when they actually started putting this on. And no, they don't do a tour of to the house that he lived in because, you know, he lived on Elm Street, nevertheless. Dun, dun, dun. Nightmare on Elm Street. But, um, yeah, you could see his house, which he grew up in, and that's a private residence. And then also the inspiration right down the block where he used to walk to school is the inspiration for the actual Adams Family Mansion. It is cool. That's pretty it's cool. It's not the same one that you see in the cartoons or movies or anything, or even some of his prints. It's kind of built off of, I guess, that old Victorian house. But it's just a private residence. It seems like a lot of people rent it out because it is a big house. And and so at this festival, did they have like a museum of his artwork or, or anything like that that you could walk through and check out? Yeah. So if you if you actually look at some of his old work, you know, of his cartoons from The New Yorker, you could see the Rialto movie theater that's in his work. Yeah. And yeah I was I just that. looking at that on the website under the yeah, events. It, it is kind of cool because it is an old movie theater, and that's where we saw the you know screening of Wednesday. Oh, but that's, they did that's have an art cooler. exhibit, and I think that was one of the best parts of the whole Adams Fest because they did throughout <laughs> I, the whole month. I am kind of, I am kind of curious not to not to backtrack, but as I was going through the events on here and going into the family movie uh, area, what about Hotel Transylvania family? Never even thought about that until oh, I saw yeah. this picture on there. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but that came on many years later. I mean, they've been around. I mean, true, since, true. You know, so but it I is guess you say the Adams family is more of like the OG family what of about Halloween. Will Byers, they're not even Halloween, dude. Will Byers? No, now we're just getting crazy. 
But this is a cool website, though, with, with you know, what they have, like, structured-wise as far as the events go. They got, like, a ball. There, I mean, it seems like there's all kinds of Yeah, I was going to say, stuff. for a whole art month. cartooning. Well, yeah, they have they have this festival every October in the years that has an October. <laughs> that is true. They do. Since, you have to go, though, since 2018. Wait, t- Tom, and, did you say that they have uh, a how to draw cartoons thing? It just yeah, says Adam's Fest prevents, or presents the art of cartooning workshop. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What, so what oh, other stuff, since this is here. a whole month, what other stuff do they do? Because they can't just do pumpkin carving, and no, they got a ball. They got the movie. They got the cartoons. They got like a whole parade. Like was it a parade or was it uh, like uh, almost like a street fair type deal? No, yeah, they shut down a, a block, one of the you know the main streets in Westfield, and then yeah, they put on different events. So, you know, they have bands come out, and like Tom was saying, like he's looking on AdamsFest.com. That's where you could find all the information about Adams Fest. And we did meet one of the council women from you know, this event that she actually is, I guess, the head of that she puts it on and, and she saw one of our t-shirts. It said, you know, stay spooky. And she's like, I love the shirt. Oh my God. I saw the video, you know, like what you guys did the week before and blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking to her and she was really cool. Oh, she's that like, she I love saw you guys. the Nightmare 365 uh, Adam's <clears throat> Fest video that you did. Yeah. Sweet. Cause that, Dude, that's, that, that event, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was from the family fun day. And again, it was more geared towards, you know, the kids. So uh, it was all right. We stayed for about like 10 minutes, really saw the pumpkin carving and then, you know, saw the characters there. And then we went over to Tom would really like this. They had a yestercades there and they did have an old pinball of the Adams family. And they had a bunch of old posters that were That'd in the uh, yestercades. So we, we did take about a, like an hour to go over there and play just like different video games. So that was cool. Did you but get yeah, to play I, I, the Adams family pinball? Oh, hell yeah, I did. Yeah, I Adam's saw. Fest? I actually saw that thing online. It looks pretty sweet. It yeah, does. The flipper is the limo. <laughs> it's what? Did you guys? Did you guys see the uh, the haunt your house? Where yeah, they do I different things. Bring... That, that was cool. really cool too. If you walked around the whole town, they have. There's you know, a lot of houses that were decorated to the nines. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's a wealthy area, and they're old like Victorian houses up there. And side note. In Westfield, that's where also the Watcher House is. Watching. Watcher. So what's the Watcher House? Oh, God. Oh, man. So the Watcher House is... Oh, yeah, I saw it. Is that based off of the TV series? Are you guys referring to the Watcher? Well, the the TV series is based off of like this event. This event happened not too long ago. These people moved into this house in Westfield, and they started receiving these creepy letters to say like I've been watching this house for years and I'm going to watch your family and take care of your family your and family. then they they knew like they knew all the names of the family members and things like that so it became like this weird kind of story yeah <laughs> kind of like a get out story and then it is it is pretty trippy that that was supposedly based off of a true story yeah I, a lot of people believe like it was just all bullshit who knows these people I mean were just it might have been obviously but, but it was then, like, like, wasn't it all the the neighborhoods, all the neighbors and stuff were all involved? Unless that was just with it. No, that was just. A t- but... Come on, you're just believing stuff on the TV show now. You can't believe that. I'm just throwing it out there, just because the that, only that's thing the that only was actually, part I saw of the Watchers. Yeah, the only thing that's actually real from that TV series is the actual address. They still use the real address oh, really? of the house. <laughs> Other than that, like everything else is bogus. Like nothing really happened to the family. The family supposedly didn't even live there for. You know, like I think it was like not even a month, but the house is still there and people were like flocking to it because I was like, all right, let's pass it since we're at the Adams Fest. Let's pass it on the way back. And we did. And there was like mobs of people out front. One of the neighbors actually came across the street and was like screaming at people like, stop taking pictures. Get the hell out of here. And the they, big she, Karen she, came out. Yeah, of the she, she called the cops and everything. It was it was great. I loved it. I was like, this is really weird, awkward, but I get it. But yeah, getting back to the Adams Fest, I mean, they have tons of things throughout the whole month. They have the Masquerade Ball, which I didn't do, but then they have the, there's just some restaurant that they kind of now say it's the Charles Adams Ale Garden, where they just, you know, again, it's for the adults. And then what one of the coolest things I thought was they have different artists that will come and kind of draw the characters in the windows of all the shops in downtown Westfield. 
So that was like another thing that they did. But yeah, I, I mean, there is a lot of cool, I guess you could say events. I, I really wish there was more though. Like I really wanted more. I really wanted like just a shop or something. I mean, I know they had it at the Rialto with all his old works, but I really wanted something where you kind of were in merch. In, at, yeah. Like I wanted a t-shirt. I wanted something. I wanted like a pin. We got, we got a, sweet mugs over here. I mean, glasses. No. Yeah. At the screening for Wednesday, they did give like the popcorn little bucket. They, it was all Adam's fest decked out and they popcorn did give these, these plastic uh, cups for like the fifth, you know? Yeah. I know what you're saying though, Matt. Like, yeah, it's like you want to go into something and just be immersed by everything Adams. Like you want to, you want a store, maybe a museum with a ton of stuff. So I totally I get what they what, were going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you should have done is you should have gone on to amazon.com and typed in the Adams family and evolution. It's a hardcover book. That's forty two ninety five. And it actually has a whole bunch of stuff from 1938 issue of the New Yorker where uh, it talks about how he created the the comics and all of the other stuff. We'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, I found it. It looks like it was actually published in in uh, March uh, of 2010, but Dang, it's a 224-page book. One, that evolution. I was going to get that book. But I ended up getting the world of Charles Adams because it has almost every single one of his comics, which that book now on Amazon is a ton of money. But yeah, this one does look cool. This evolution one. Yeah, I wish it was uh, it was a soft cover. But uh... have you have you guys watched the Wednesday Adams or Wednesday? On yeah, I, fi- I finished the whole thing and I will what say what did you think of it? I I really liked it. I really I thought it was pretty awesome. I did feel that Tim Burton's episodes were the best. And it's funny when I started asking people what they thought. So many people were like, "It was really great." And then up until about episode, or no, they said it, and then it started kind of drawing out. And I said, "Well, at, at about what episode?" And they said, "Episode four." Yeah. About episode four and that and Tim Burton only did the first three. I wonder why, though. Well, because, oh, I thought he did the first four or maybe. It, yeah, maybe it's the first four. And, and and let me look. But he I mean, yeah, it's they're trying to make a show for a specific time frame. So, I mean, four episodes is like two movies. So they had I to feel have like other- you can you can definitely see the difference. And, and I didn't even realize that. I mean, I knew that he was involved. I thought he was more of the the just the producer, but and then I I did see when we were watching it uh, that he directed some of them, but I didn't realize after the fourth episode of the changes and then that I mean, because I was one of the the people that said it started getting a little bland towards around around Epis- the fifth yeah, episode it was fifth, so, sixth it was he did do the first episodes yeah so it was then yeah, that's did the first four he did the first four so yeah so it was around episode five and so i started asking people and that's what they were saying it was like right because i remember thinking oh, that's pretty interesting because that's where tim burton stopped directing <laughs> so i think there's definitely a difference in and i'm sure that the other directors tried to mimic his style but it certainly was not the same yeah, but nevertheless, I, I thought it was a great show and, you know, it definitely gave more depth to the characters than previous movies and, and shows. I feel like the previous movies and shows were more about the jokes, which is great, but it's just tough to, they, they like shoehorn in a, a plot underneath it, which typically I've not been a fan of the plots that they've shoehorned in. Whereas with this, with Wednesday, I feel like this was actually a story and they put it in the Adams world. And Wednesday was a full three-dimensional character versus just, you know, a flat character with punchlines, kind of. So that's what I liked about Wednesday. But the world was really cool, too. I liked the school of of all these outcasts and, you know, there's a werewolf. What was your favorite episode? Um, I wouldn't say that I had 
a favorite episode other than the first the, the Tim Burton ones were my favorite. You know, the other ones felt like the like Tom was saying when when he and I talked, it felt like uh, it they kind of stretched out. They kind of like tried to stretch it out. It felt you know to get to solve the mystery, but I felt like the first four were really good. And like I said, I talked to other people as well, and they all kind of felt the same that at a certain point they just started stretching it out to to fit a series, and that's what it felt like. like it's like okay, I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. All the way through? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, I mean, they needed to wrap it. They could have did probably one episode less, but I feel like... There, I don't know. There's, there's a, there, You leave an opening for a season two. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, they're definitely do doing a season two. But why Why do you feel like one episode less? Was it Dragon for you? or? I feel like they dragged like the Crackstone you know, coming to life up like the final, like two episodes in. Yeah. They dragged that on. Well, I think they built it up so much. And then when you build things up so much and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, just stab him. And now he's dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, a little you're, let you're, down. Yeah. You're kind of like, that's, it's so supernatural and it's, you know, it, it takes over the whole, you know, town. And then all of a sudden it's just like, boop, done. Yeah, I felt I, like that. That could have been plus. I think done. plus. I think uh, I think we talked about this before on a lot of other you know you know series or shows or or movies. It's like I don't. I felt like it wasn't. I enjoy it because it is the Adams family and it is spooky and dark and mysterious and I do like those types of you know shows or movies. But I feel like it's the same storyline all over again, and it's like it, it. There's nothing new anymore. And I mean, I know like we talk about that at nauseum, but I, I really do feel that way. Like it was, it was entertaining. It was cool to watch. And, you know, I kind of put it off after seeing the screening because when it first came out, I was like, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. Then I started watching. And I was like, all right, cool. Now every freaking night I'm going to be watching this. But then after a while, I was just like, all right, I felt the same way. Like, all right, just end it. And then me and Greg were talking about like who we thought, you know, the killer was, which I didn't, I kind of didn't see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming in, you know, because I thought it was Christine Ricci's, you know, character, but then, yeah, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then they did that twist, but then, yeah, they build it up for like what, six, six episodes and it's like two episodes and then it's, that's it. It's like, oh man. So that's why I don't I like about a oh, lot that. of series is it sometimes it feels like, okay, we got to stretch this out. You know, and you it's feel exactly the formula over do. and over. That's why I like a movie. You know, you just you get in, you get out, you're done with it, and, and that's it. You don't have to. No, there there are parts for TV episodes now, or or these 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 series is they they introduce everything. You get totally on board with it, and then they have two episodes that are backtracking to go all the way back, or then they pick the main characters, and then they do five more episodes on all of the characters to get like exactly. a backstory and then they go back to it and it's like dude we didn't even, i don't even care about the backstory i just just get on with the story exactly uh, you're right on you hit it right on the head i like it well let me ask you guys this because uh, i feel like wednesday is going to prompt a lot of people to get Adam's family costumes, particularly Wednesday. I think that like that dress that she wore for the dance is going to be a big Halloween costume. But did you guys ever notice in Halloween's past anyone dress up as the Adams family? Because I don't think I ever have seen anyone, maybe a fester in Halloween's past, but I can't really think of anyone who's dressed up as the Adams family before for Halloween. Yeah, I, I remember it. I remember in like middle school. There was there was some kids, you know, because the movie just well the second movie just came out, so I I do remember that. Yeah, Pugsley. Yeah, I I do remember people a few, dressed not up a lot as as yeah. which character was Greg was Gregory Pugsley, little Gregory no, Greg running around, Pugsley. Greg little was Pugsley Wednesday. costume on. <laughs> I was Morticia. <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. did people dress up as? Yeah, they would just dress up like, you know, if it was a sister and brother, because I do remember this sister and brother dressed up like Wednesday uh, and Pugsley okay. one time. that's cool. Yeah, things like that. And I do remember, I don't know if, if it was, it, it might have been like a Munsters character or just, you know, some type of vampire looking. But I do remember some of the, 
you know, parents when they would answer the door when you went trick or treating. You did see stuff like that. Oh, but what are you guys? I'm a I'm a little ghost. I'm a baseball player. I mean, yeah. if you dressed did you, up did you as guys Gomez. actually? Did you guys uh, watch some of the interviews of of the um, Jenna Ortega there, where she that was all kind of an in improv sort of dance that she did. She was really nervous about it, and yeah, she a said lot of the she stuff had, was. Rest, you know, pulled dance moves from various things and then kind of just mashed it all together. And, and I guess, uh, I can't remember if she was saying it was Tim Burton was like, do you, okay, do you know what you're doing for your dance? Cause she didn't want to have a choreographer or something. If I'm remembering correctly, right. cause I saw, yeah, it no, that's back. what she said. She, 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 she basically said she just improvised a whole bunch of, of moves. And then all of a sudden it just, like blew up. I mean, I mean th- those I think... videos of the dance are are huge right now. There's so many views of of that dance. Well, I mean, I think I, part of weird. everyone. I mean, and she does deserve a lot of credit. But if you the song, the Goo Goo Mash uh, uh, song by the Cramps was it the Cramps? Yeah, uh, that song. The way she was shot, the way she was lit, the re- the reactions of the crowd made that dance what it was like she gets all the credit for that dance but i guarantee you if i'm sure there's someone on tiktok and greg would know this who's doing that dance to the same music and probably looks like a freaking idiot but the way they shot it and the way it's lit and the way she looked at the right into the camera in certain shots and and the reactions of all the people and how they gradually started coming in toward her like that thing was very carefully orchestrated and designed to make it as cool as it was. And that's why I think it went viral. Yeah. It reminded me of the Teen Wolf dance with my yeah. 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 It reminded yep. me. Yeah. Th- there was a bunch of different things. Obviously, from the original like 1960s show, it reminded me a little bit of Thriller. It reminded me, yeah, like Teen Wolf when he came in with the hands. Yeah. So I, I feel like they did pull a lot of things from you know, past movies or TV shows. I mean, honestly, I I would say with, with this whole series, the cool thing is, is it's a little bit refreshing because although there's not really the originality, it still was a well put together, something that I, I, I still feel it was, was lacking. Uh, and they brought, they brought that to, I mean, Netflix of all streaming channels and, it's now a huge series. They're going to come out with another series, and and I and I think that people are going to watch this as much as they watch like Stranger Things. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is gonna. I think it's going to turn into a big cult following. Yeah, yeah and I maybe, think it. I know, think pe- it already has. And just for the record, that song by the Cramps is the Goo Goo Muck. So sorry, I said that wrong. Damn right. Correct yourself. Google definitely going to correct it because otherwise I'd have to edit that out. <laughs> what else? What else do you guys have on the Adams family? I Tom. mean, there's tons of things. I mean, we, you know, just Charles Adams life. I, one of the things that is really big and that they, they, they kind of promote for the Adams fest is the T and Charles Adams foundation, which I never heard about it until we actually went to Adams fest. And then there's a whole foundation based on him and his former wife that's kind of set up this, you know, it was kind of cool because I was like, Oh, I was really hoping for like t-shirts or some prints, you know, that we could buy when we were at Adams fest. And then I was looking up, they have some t-shirts and things, but everything's so freaking expensive on their website. So what I is guess it, the best place what does to go it do? to is what does the foundation what? do? Uh, so, I mean, it, it's a really long history. It, it goes back into just really setting up, um, it's dedicated to advance, advancing the artistic achievement of the American cartoonist. So it, it's pretty much just all about that. Like you learn Fun the artist. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a, a way for to keep the arts alive. That's so to say. Okay. And you can look it up at uh, charlesadams.com. So if you get, if you buy something, it basically goes to some kind of like art institute or something. 
Well, yeah, it was set up as a nonprofit organization um, by the widow T. Adams in 1999. The, fa- the foundation's purpose is to interpret and share the artistic achievement of Charles Adams' life through the ex- you know his exhibits and programs developed for all works by Charles Adams, including the foundation's own collection and its copyrights, you know, of some of his original work. And that's pretty much just what it is. I mean, it's just really for the arts. And it's located in New York. All right. All right. <coughs> I Greg, don't, what did you don't find? Tell, don't don't oh, don't be good. too excited about this, right. Mike. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not. Uh, what else does it do? <laughs> I guess I'll. I guess I'll support. Well, that that was the thing. Kids. See, this is the thing that when I jump into you know certain things like the Adams Family, like I, I most of the times, even with like you know some of like my favorite shows like the X-Files or Stranger Things I don't want to know about any characters I don't want to know about anything more than just my enjoyment for watching something that somebody produced you know and then when you find things like this like the Adams Fest I enjoy it I like that they promote this and then it's here in New Jersey but you know it's always I want more same thing with like the Adams Foundation it's like all right well they they pretty much put money back into the arts and then promoting Charles Adams himself. And it's like, all right, well, what else do they do? Well, they don't really do anything else, you know? So it's like, it's almost like a buzzkill in, yeah. in a way. And I never want to like learn about anything more because yeah, just with like the Adams family, like all I really care about is finding the Adams family cartoon from 1992. I would love to have that in my collection. I would love to have another thing that I shared with you guys is the paper cutout of the Adams family house on Etsy, the Adams family paper mold. And it's like, I guess a kit that you, it's a card model kit that you can make. Like, I would love to have that in the studio. Other than that, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you really want to know? Like, do you want to know the history of Charles Adams? Why he started creating? Oh dude, I was just looking at that link on Etsy. We have to put that in the show notes with that. That is sweet. It is pretty sweet looking. And I saw it last ho- Halloween when we were looking at some stuff because I was like, oh, man, I want something. And I'm kind of glad that we did get some cups and, a, you know, a popcorn thing. You're damn right. From, uh, the Dude, Adam that, rem- that reminds me of that cardboard haunted house that we had. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here's <laughs> thing another 10-minute cool. story about how I found a cardboard. It might be. It might be 10, shop. might be 20 minutes, Gregory. It might Gregory. be 9 not, not freaking Greggy. I do. I do got to say. So, in looking at the, just going back to the evolution uh, book, I do. I was kind of reading a little sample um, deal in there, and it. I had no idea, and maybe you guys did, but Morticia there was based off of the. Uh, I guess it was inspired by the Yellow Pages listings for uh, morticians, and I had. I had no idea that that is how he even developed that character. Um, maybe you guys know more about that because you guys are more of the history buffs, but it was just interesting that that's what he wrote in this little uh, little deal here. Um, well, yeah, when he was coming up with names for the characters, you know, he was trying to think of, like, different characters, out-of-the-box kind of names. But, yeah, he modeled the character after, like, you know, one of his wives and then, like, kind of like the, I guess, woman he perceived as like his dream you know dream girl which was kind of cool because i didn't know like looking at some of the histories you know it's it was her and lurch pretty much were like the original characters yeah and then the family kind of developed from there because the new yorker was like oh we want to make a family out of this which is kind of cool do you have that book evolution no i I don't have it it's but you can you can click on look inside and then it it has like the first few pages of it um to where you could, you know, see some of the older drawings, some of the style, and then they have just sort of a a write-up on, you know, what you're going to get in the book. So I was reading that, and it, it goes back, looks like some of the stuff. I mean, it looks like a cool book, though. Yeah, I would love to get that. That would be a pretty cool book to, you know, read. How much was that thing, Tom? It's $42.95. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not no, too you bad. can get... There's other other copies of it. it. Looks like it's cheaper too. That you well, can yeah, get I found one for thirty five dollars, free delivery for Prime 35, members. Thirty five, thirty five ninety six. No, I, I will mean, say a, that like a neat little in, book. In the stuff that I read, the the comic strip. Well, it wasn't a strip. It was you know the cartoons that he did for the New Yorker. But he had no names really or personalities. 
And it wasn't until they were making the TV show in 1964 that he was kind of forced to, to come up with names and personalities for the characters. And so that's how the, so that show really kind of was what prompted him to, to make these characters and make this family a unit. One thing I do love about the Adams family, whether you're looking at the cartoon from the seventies or the cartoon from 92, or even just the car. I, I know Mike and I talked about this, the animated series that was on Netflix. I just love how the characters really don't change in the, the way that they look, you know? I mean, at least I got that impression from his cartoons that he originally did for the New Yorker throughout all, you know, like the cartoons or the renditions of them. I love that they just stay classic. I do love that. I think, I mean, why why mess it up, really? I think that it was so, so well done that, I mean, anybody who did anything different to it probably would have destroyed it. But I, I'm looking at this other link that you have, Matt, that went to the Adams Family in 1973 TV series or the little cartoons. I yeah. feel like we watched these, Mike, and, and well, I don't know if we did, but there were two I feel cartoons. like we did. So there was there was that one from 1973, which I don't think we've seen because it doesn't look familiar, but there was one in 92 that we used to watch. And I started, I watched a few of them a couple weeks ago, and I remember why I didn't really remember it. <laughs> why are they cheesy? They're, they're okay. They just weren't, it just wasn't what I want, what I personally wanted it to be. But they were still fun, but they were very much, it was around the time that, I think the first movie came out in 91. So this was kind of like based on the movie. So after that the popularity of it they did this series and it's yeah, cool I really wanted to get the dvd yeah of that, the of the 92 cartoon but i guess i can't find it even though it is on internet archive it's it's, it's it. on uh it's on amazon or wait no 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 sorry that was the 73 one which that's the one i want to see more yeah i, I was reading reviews because i was gonna get that dvd from you know the cartoon from the 70s but I read a lot of the reviews on it. They're like, ah, the sound is really low. You, you, uh, I don't know. There was, I guess, whoever did it. It's almost like it seems like a bootleg sort of thing. Ah, yeah, well, that's too bad. You know, well, I was just thinking that um, when you were talking about what you wanted from Adams Fest, I started thinking about the same thing because I know I've gone to places and and like you were saying, you want to be immersed. And I was thinking, there's this thing up in Northern California that they do. It's called Dickens Fair or something. And it's inside the, the Cow Palace, which was where the San Jose Sharks played their first season. So it's, it's an arena. And they basically do like a renaissance fair for Charles Dickens. And they do it at Christmas time. So there's like a whole like... It's like you're in the Christmas Carol and they do shows and they have crafts fairs and they and they have eateries that are all themed around this stuff. And then you have people in costume like it, it's it. And I haven't actually been there. My uh, my mom and, and sister and and their families went and but I've seen videos and they sent me back pictures and and this like yeah but do you think the Adams family has enough that would even warrant a huge well fair they could like expand that? they could t well that's the thing because they're only supposed to be one family in a regular world so maybe not but at least if there was like if they had a big old house or they made something like the house that you could go in and you could go through the rooms and oh, there yeah, would, be would be like sweet you know, Wednesday's torture devices in there. Maybe you could even like do like a fake electric chair where you sit in it and you press a button and it like makes noises and lights up or something. That's the type of thing. I'm, I'm I sure that they cool. could come up with some, some cool stuff. It's just whether or not it would warrant a whole entire like Coliseum or some, you know, yeah, big maybe field. Not that big. I mean, I think they should have something like that at like Universal Studios when they do the haunted houses for. Halloween. Definitely. I could see I could see well that's the thing. Now with Wednesday you have Nevermore, so you have that whole entire school that you could do something with and you have werewolves and sirens and different monsters that 
go to that school where you can have various scenes or or things going on. Well, one thing that I did want to just kind of throw out there, and just because I'm into the the video game sort of stuff, but both both of the video games that I have found they tanked hard. Uh, I would <laughs> yeah, say I don't the, even remember those from yeah. Nintendo. So they had one on the the Super NES, and then they had you know on the Genesis. They also had it on Amiga and Atari. But you know, one was just called the Adams Family. Those were in '92, like '92, '93. And I don't even remember that one at all. And I feel like I would have remembered it if it was a decent game. And everybody, you know, was probably playing it. I probably would have jumped in on it. But once again, back in the 90s, I don't feel like I was that into the Adams Family. If the Munsters came out, like Matt was saying, uh, you know, or around that time, the Munsters, to me, I probably would have jumped on board with that one. But... Just at that time, in the early '90s, there I just don't, I don't remember being that into these movies or comics or anything. Um, but it looks like they came out with another game called The Adams Family Mansion Mayhem uh, in 2021, and I mean that one doesn't even look really good either. Even the reviews on that on Steam. Uh, are mixed uh, as well as I, I believe this came out for the switch I don't know I haven't played it uh, but I think both of these games were not big at all I don't know if either one of you guys ever played any of these or not I definitely have not no I haven't either there is I n- though I never, even, I never even like thought I don't know Adam's family was on like Nintendo or any gaming system there's definitely some neat things in here. Like, yeah, there a, was that, that's a, a good there, little, little there is an Adams Family delightfully frightful creepy board game set, which you could get at uh, Macy's. That would be kind of cool. I like, kind of wonder I what I that like, is. I feel like Adams Family wasn't even that big back in the day, really. No, I I, I agree. Like the the first movie did well and then the, they came out with the sequel two years later in 93 and that like tanked even at the box office yeah I remember seeing both of those in the, the theater but yeah I didn't really I wasn't huge like it didn't get me excited after I remember it didn't get me excited to be like oh I love the Adams Family I, I, I gotta know everything about the Adams Family I mean I think the best part of the Adams Family is the theme song yeah yeah I mean I, mean, I, I think I, a lot I, of people actually would agree with you on that everybody remembers that probably more than anything <laughs> i mean i do i did go back and watch <coughs> like after the wednesday series i did go back and watch both movies the second one wasn't as bad as i thought oh did you but the first the first one was i thought was really cool i like how they paid you know tribute to charles adams itself like the beginning opening it's like i guess you could consider it a christmas movie because it opens up on christmas the christmas caroler carolers and they're pouring the uh boiling oil on them so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that so was right. based uh, off one, one of his of cartoons. cartoons. Yeah, I'm just curious, and we'll just go kind of around, keep it somewhat simple. But what is everybody's favorite character? Ooh, that's tough. I don't know. I'd probably say I, thing, or in, in, the way Greg says it, hand. <laughs> hand thing. I definitely like the thing as well, but I would say. I like Lurch a lot too. He's just he's just a cool. Doesn't really he doesn't say anything, but he's just a neat character. I always thought he was neat. I thought he there's was definitely neat. some neat things in here. There's definitely yeah. some neat Lurch things in here. I I do like Lurch just because it ha- it feels like you know Frankenstein. But I, I have to say Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. I really really dude. She was always my least until. Until the series, I always felt I liked her least. Uncle Fester is cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I always felt like with it's Pugsley. Tough. Pugsley was, eh. I mean, he felt like just kind of like the a dweeb. butt of the joke. Always. Yeah, That's what I always felt like, dude, are you And then come Wednesday on. kind of felt like, like that dark, you know, mysterious kind of character. And she, like, didn't take any shit like even even in like the the first one the first movie like rewatching it she was very you know kept to herself did her thing but it was like very dark and mysterious and i i I did really dig that and then again they they played it really well with 
the new one, the new Wednesday series. Show of hands, who would bang Morticia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was always a fan of uh, whoever played, you know, the monster character. Oh, Yvonne DiCarlo. Yeah, she yeah, was my thing. She's she my, was... she's, she used to be one of my screensavers. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, I, dude, I love the monsters for some reason. I don't know why, but now, like, looking at it. Well, she is Italian, Matt. So. Yeah. That's why. I Italian mean, so women. here it is. Here, here, just to go back at the the very beginning. So, which which family is Monsters. the first Halloween family? I I mean, which one's the first? Well, the Adams family came out first. Which one's the best? I mean, I always thought the Munsters were kind of silly, and I wasn't nuts, yeah. but at least they were actual monsters, and that's why I would probably choose the Munsters. And I know everyone else in the entire world hated. The new Munsters movie, but I actually loved the new Munsters. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, that was. I I might have to rewatch that. Yeah, I might have to go back and rewatch that just because, I you know from the way you talk about it, Mike, and then the way everybody else talks about it, it really does make me want to you know watch it again. Since I I tried coming, I tried to watch that thing for the enjoyment of the environments, which were well done, but the acting is just bad. It is so bad. It's so corny. Yeah, I mean that's it's intentionally supposed to be supposed to be that, but um, I don't. I I loved those monsters and the world, and I thought it was funny, and I like how he did it. So, but but I know I'm the only one who thinks that. (laughs) Probably. Well, I know you didn't like the animated series on Netflix, The Adams Family. the 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 movies you mean right the two the two movies that they made the Adams the yeah the animated thing yeah the movies the, from the yeah, 90s. and the only thing I didn't like about it what I didn't care much for and what I remember I didn't care much for the whole reality TV the lady who's like renovating houses I get thing. it I just it was just I just want the Adams family and it felt like the story was about this dumb town. And this lady who's trying to... I can't even remember what she was trying to get. It was but like an it, HGTV kind of thing. And she yeah, was building her just, own community. And that's the way I felt about the first... The, the 91 movie was... I wanted it to be about the Adams family. And then it was really about this lady and her son trying to get the Adams fortune. And this, this guy who isn't even Fester. So... That's what I did. And you realize he is Fester and he just, you know, had amnesia, which I didn't realize like after watching the the, the movie again, because as a kid, I was so confused. I was oh, like, see, Wait, I didn't even remember like that. I, I didn't remember yeah, he, him saying he had amnesia. I thought it was yeah, at the very end. At the very end, they kind of said yeah. they're like, oh, you know, he went down to the Bermuda Triangle and actually hit his head and whatever. Blah, 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 uh, blah, see, I didn't even remember <laughs> that. But yeah. that I just didn't. I, I hate when they have dumb plot devices like that. Oh, hey, we man, just, we want to get their money. That's what they do. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> That's just what they do. stupid. <laughs> it's so, just stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I did. I did enjoy the card, like the animated series, though. I have to. I mean, yeah. As much as people didn't like it for that aspect that you were talking about, and, and I, it's I, just I that. It. But I love, like, I love the look of it and the sound of it. The jokes, of course, were were great. So there was definitely a lot that I liked about it. It's just I'll never watch it again because it, that's not what I wanted it to be about. I know. And see, that's the thing now, like as I'm getting older and just, you know, like us talking, I'm just jaded by it. No, I'm not even saying that. I I do feel that, um, that I, I look into things too much nowadays. Whereas back in the day, I just enjoyed shit. Nowadays, like, I'm like, Oh, even going to the Adams fest, I want more. But dude, I had a lot of fun when me and Greg went. Like I, I really did. It was just a cool night. It was, you know, like the Halloween vibe. We saw the movie. You know, we did our little plug uh, for our YouTube channel. And then after that, we were in a graveyard. And then we went by like some of the houses on Elm Street. You know, the the inspiration for the mansion, his house, and then some of the other houses in the, you know, the area. And it was really cool just to see them all decked out for Halloween. And then we were I didn't even have it in my mind, but I I forget how it started. But then all of a sudden you were like, "Yo, let's get the boo buckets." And then boo we tried, buckets. yeah, we tried to get all the freaking the boo p- the buckets, the pails from McDonald's. We did, and we did, but th- it was just 
like looking back on it, it was just a cool experience, even though I always do want more, you know, like we've been talking about, like I want some merch, I want some like, you know, immerse me in the Adams family, which sometimes it doesn't always happen, but I think I'm trying to appreciate a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. It's all about experience. Yeah. I think like as a kid, I just loved it. I just enjoyed going to the movies with my friends and we saw Adam's family. Yeah. I wasn't the best, but you know what? We went on to the next. And then nowadays it's like, I, I want to get away from that. Just being like one of those people like, Oh, review the Wednesday, you know, series. Well, it could have been this, it could have been that. Yeah. This is what they put out. Same thing with the monsters, right? It's like their interpretation of these characters and it's like probably not my interpretation, but guess what? I enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it, and I'm just not going to like talk shit on it anymore. I'm just going to enjoy shit. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it for sure. I mean, I think that goes back to the whole thing of the Tales from the Crypt opening. I think I always just want, and I don't even know how you would do this, but I always just want to like be there in the house, see all the Hell haunted yeah. stuff, but I don't even know... You know how they would make a whole plot about that. I mean, because that's I don't, the thing. I don't write plot, like that. Plot always ruins <clears throat> it, which probably is why some of the like your virtual reality stuff, Tom, that you have, where you could just walk through like a setting. So when when I was up there at your Virtue Dome, and and we were just kind of walking through, you know, a haunted house or or whatever. That's what was kind of cool about it is you could just kind of go through and explore, which is what I like about haunts haunted uh mazes and things as long as people aren't chasing you out i want to be able to kind of go through and feel like i'm inside i think that's one of the reasons why people love the pirates of the caribbean ride at disneyland it doesn't fly through there so you're in a boat just kind of going slow and you could kind of feel like i'm in this pirate village or i'm in these these caves where this buried treasure is located and you are actually transported to a place like the Harry Potter land in, in Universal. You feel like you are there. And that, to me, is is the cool thing about being so immersed that you're in a, you're actually in another place. That's freaking cool. I always felt that about the, the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, just the queue. Because you you go into it like first you're in this encampment in front of a tomb, so you feel like oh you could possibly be one of the explorers. Then you go into the tomb and you're seeing where they're they're digging, and so you become a player in the thing. And it, and it's there's not like some contrived plot that is that you're like oh I think this I is think stupid. that's why I always like <clears throat> always like the atmosphere of all of these movies like. The Adams family and the monsters, and you know these other these other things. The atmosphere always makes it. The people who do those, I think, are doing a really good job. And then sometimes the plots either work or they're just garbage. But I mean, yeah, so people it's would like probably disagree with me on that. If Adams Fest had an Adams house, you know, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to bump that that foundation up and start getting some money. They build the house. That you can go in and just explore like you would explore a museum. So you can go into all the rooms. You could go through the secret uh, bookshelf down that. Wasn't there a slide in one of the movies? I can't remember. Yeah, the There's first like one. Hidden areas. You could go out into the graveyard. Like if you if you just did that and then it had a fat store off of it, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> You're you always, should, all right. You should you should buy it and do it. Let's do now, it. What we could do is because we'll use there that is a way. Money. No, well, there is a thing too. Like on the actual Adams Fest website, you can get involved. You become a sponsor, or they have you know a call for artists to do the windows. I don't know like what the sponsorship entails, but I guess we could always we could always try to be a sponsor. Halloweeniac sponsor. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll uh I'll definitely you know send them a message and say, hey, we can, we'll get involved any way we can. That'd be kind of cool just to, you know, even if we just said, hey, exactly like what you're talking about, do some type of haunted house because it is October. I think that would draw a lot of people in, even if they took some like old abandoned storefront that they're trying to rent, but say, hey, like the town is going to, you know, whatever, we'll we'll lease it out for the month or, you know, for 
two weeks and we'll set it up like a haunted house. I think that would be really sweet. And it didn't, it wouldn't be... even have to be a haunted house with jump scares. Like I feel like you could do no, all exactly. kinds of cool little activities. Like I said, with the electric chair, you could do fun things where, where kids can't, or even adults, because I would do it. You know, you press buttons or you get to do things or you like you like I said, you go down the slides or play some of the games that the Adams family does, like an interactive kind of experience, which I feel like that would be really cool. Well, Obviously that well, yeah, would be a could, ton of money. You could do something but... like that. Most haunted houses doing you know, during the day they have like the lights on tour. So you could do that for the kids and at night it could be like spooky for the older kids. Sure. And I think sure. it would generate some money for the township, you know, because Haunted, haunted attractions are pretty big. And then I did see, I think it was at the Adams Fest or one of the days where I did think they had some type of, I wouldn't say like it was like a virtue dome like you had, Tom, but I think it was something like that because some woman was handing out cards and she was saying like, we, you know, we have this video game, you know, thing, reality. So they could do that in a sense, set up a they tent. They definitely could do a virtual reality. Of yeah, the and then one hundred percent. That's what I was just gonna throw in there. Is is this is this is where that that whole medium is uh, is becoming so popular because stuff like that can actually be done. Uh, you know where you don't you don't have to you know physically be there. But I mean sometimes physically being somewhere, if as long as they have the production value, like Disneyland, who has you know, a crap ton of money, but you know, I mean, if you didn't have that budget, then maybe try to do something where it's more digital. Like as augmented reality gets bigger, I think you're going to start seeing stuff where you just put glasses on and, you know, things are all around, but you know, it's more digital stuff than it's going to be, uh, you know, actual. Well, would that be something like that is some type of like big expense? So say if say if we did like if you did live closer and we said, hey, you know, to the Adams Fest people, we said, you know, we have a guy who does Virtue Dome. He can come in. We could set up like, I don't know, you want to say like a 20 by 20 area or even bigger. I don't know how much it would be where you could set up on like the street where, you know, they close down the street or right inside one of the vacant storefronts and then set something up where, you know, people come in and, and pay like an admission or whatever it may be. Like, would that be something that's like totally out of the realm budget wise? Oh, I, you have to have the, I mean, number one, you have to have the, the actual software that has all the graphics and stuff in there. And then you'd probably have to deal with some sort of licensing because you're using you know, the Adams family characters, unless you created all new, you know, things. Yeah. I, what you would the, want to do. I mean, the, the one thing that I definitely found out with anything of pulling, you know, old stuff in is everybody wants their royalties, which I mean, I, I can understand, but that just makes it harder for people to be able to get creative. Uh, you know, cause a part of your profit that you would make off of it when you're dumping all that money into something, uh, you know, part of it goes away because, uh, you know, you're using somebody else's, you know, idea. But it, I think if if people get on board who have, you know, a lot of money that could program something like that or even just program like a haunted house or, or something that you could sort of walk through with a headset, uh, that sometimes is almost scarier because you can do stuff in there that you cannot do uh, in the real yeah. world. So yeah, that would be cool. I would like to see that. I would be a part of that. Eh, maybe, maybe it's this, you know, we could send it out to them and say, Hey, you know, maybe you could think about like that or, or partnering with somebody that's kind of local that could do that. Yeah, that yeah, would no, be I'd, cool. And then, would you know, fun. forget the people who want to be cartoonists, you know, let's, I mean, it's something for the fans. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, that was kind of cool because we did see some of the drawings that, you know, the kids, you know, got to display along with Charles Adams, original prints. <laughs> Forget One of my people favorite that original be prints. Cartoonists. What do you mean? People, yeah. people that are cartoonists and art artists now, they, you don't even have to do that. You just go on Dolly 2 and, you know, just have the AI create, you know, oh, all the come art. Come on, that's not fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, what else? Is that about it? Uh, I mean, anyone else Adams have family, anything else? One of the best families out there. 
Is so do we do we conclude that it's maybe the first fan? Well, I think it definitely is the first family of Halloween. Are they the family of Halloween? I would, I would, Stay tuned for pre next episode. Pre next episode. What, what was that? I don't that was know. a bad promo for next episode. I don't, I don't say that episode. they are the family. I say they might be the first family, and it is a good family. family for Halloween. Is it the only family? Nah, because I'm going to have to throw in the Munsters on there and possibly even other stuff too. But, but uh, with, they are a good family, and I think it's a good good way of saying they are the first family since it came out. But not you the know, best before the Munsters. Yeah, first but not the best. First, but Yeah, not I best. could agree with that. But who is everyone going to say for the best? I think I would put the I might put the Munsters over it. Oh, that's so sad. On our on an Adams family episode. Sanderson sisters. Yeah, I would have Sanderson. to put the Sanderson sisters or the Denison family as the Den- Halloween family. Which one's the Denison oh. family? Come on. That's the, Max and, and uh Danny's and Ruby? last Max name. Max and Ruby? In, in, what? I'm gonna put the Myers family. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as far I as I kind of want to put the Clopex. Ah, uh, dude, that's not even a Halloween family. Yeah, don't even talk about the Clopex. Yeah, don't even talk about that. Maybe the Rumsfields. Yeah, they're a good Halloween family. Tom, what about decorating. you? Who are you putting? I, I honestly, I, I don't even know. To be, yeah, I, I can't vote. There's no way I'm voting for that's this. That's too hard. Yeah, it's not only hard, but it's you know when you're when you're saying the, a, a family for Halloween. I'll just pick my own family because. What about Damn. the Lampini family? Come on, now we're getting all right. We're getting out of control. <laughs> Let us know your Halloween family. Let us know. Share that on our social media pages for sure. Definitely. Well, so. unless there's anything else, I think, uh, Maddie, you want to? Yeah, let's take want, it out. You want to take it out? Thank you for tuning in to today's spooky episode of the Halloweeniacs on the Weird Network. Make sure to listen every 31st of the months that have a 31st. Anywhere podcasts can be found as well as our own podcast feeds. Don't forget to check out the Halloweeniacs YouTube channel for all of our extra content, which we promise we're going to be building off of our Mischief Night video. To keep up with Mike and Tom, visit jackolanternpress.com and listen to their podcast. And don't forget to purchase their book, Transylvania Traveler which you could see it on all of our videos on our YouTube channel. And make sure to follow along to Greg and I by subscribing to that YouTube channel at Nightmare365 and visit Nightmare365.com for the latest shows, contact information, and our shop for our latest gear. If you're a fellow Halloweeniac, keep those jack-o'-lanterns lit and Halloween alive all year long. After all, we're creepy and we're kooky, mysterious and spooky, all together ooky. We are the Halloweeniacs. Until we meet again in the pumpkin patch, stay spooky.